Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And back in the production nook, but thankfully off camera, our associate producer, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Uh, so in this week's episode, we are going to tell you our thoughts on the Hoop Dee Review over at Fort Wilderness. Uh, it comes up in a lot of uh, a lot of our best lists, and you know people love it. And it's been a little while since I've been there. Charles has never experienced it before. Sean and Steve both have, so we thought it would make. An interesting segment, and indeed it did. But before we get into the details, take a look at this. You know, he said that. I'm like, you didn't give me a lot. Don't know why, but I did notice. In the community. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I'm interested in seeing my take on this because we had a contributor article come in where she was talking about Disney things for introverts and what to stay away from and what you're comfortable with. And I have no idea how I'm going to do with this one. Well, especially because we're on the first floor. Like, that's where I'm more, a little bit more nervous for you. Yeah. They will come and like go yeah. through the tables. They sometimes go up there, but it's a lot more rare that they go up to the second floor. So yeah. I think it'd be fine, but I like I'm, when it comes to the crowd thing. I'm trying to embrace it, but once the show actually starts and they, you know, there's the back and forth thing. I have no idea actually what it is. I just know what my mind has assumed it is, and it, it's terrifying. So. <laughs> opposite of what I want. So what do you think? I think it's great. Like, I think, I mean, but it's totally like my 
atmosphere kind of thing. I mean, I think it's fun. It's one of those things like back home in Tennessee, we used to do, they used to do like a hee-haw thing and they used to do Country Christmas and all these different shows every year. And it's like on the same line and level. So it kind of takes me back home in a way. And the food is such good quality by comparison to like most of the Disney. I think it's great. They can run right up to me and talk to me the whole show if they want to. But I get Charles not liking it though. If it's if you're not super extrovert, you are not going to like this. Although I'm not a big you don't be super extrovert. I'm not super yeah. extrovert and I love it. Yeah. But that's just because like when they come around I kinda keep my head down. Oh. But what I will say is I thought there was mac and cheese here. And not the play really? not the play really? of the whole no, Steve no. ordered have, mac and cheese thing. We have a mac and cheese complaint. It's Come a on. it's a golden horseshoe. I'll get his back. This place should have mac and cheese, and I thought the corn was going to be mac and cheese, yeah. and I found out it was corn. Come on. Like, and, I mean, uh, corn's beans, good, but... Mashed potatoes, corn, fried chicken. It's like filling the blanks here. Like, mac and cheese is the only thing they're missing. I don't know. It's the only Christmas for me Where the love circles around us Like the gifts around our tree likelihood that you're going to get picked. I mean, there's hundreds of people on here, but now now that we say that, you're going to be the one person that they pick out. Nobody picks a guy with this face, <laughs> alright? Maybe they will intentionally. <laughs> They'll get you to crack. No, they're, they're, I'm assuming they're pretty good about reading the room yeah. when it comes yeah. to that. Uh, they do pick me. That's not true. What's that? I said they do pick me, and I'm not joking. But has that ha has that happened? Uh, no, well, I'm saying like for these types of things. Although I was like one of the only people that they did call on the second floor one time, like to ask. But it was just to ask what state I was from, and it was just like this short little thing. I was like New York, and then they like sang a little song mm -hmm. that. But. Like to have your fish, just
one way to save time. It's not frosting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really. Using mashed potatoes as frosting on fried chicken. It is whatever I think it is. And it's frosting. I'm going to enjoy this one way or another. Yeah, how about another? <laughs> That's the weirdest way I've ever seen. About another. <laughs> All right, so there you go. All right, look at our experience uh, at, at the Hoop Dee Doo. So, um, all right, let's start out with uh, let's start out with the food um, uh, and what you guys thought of it. Well, so I'm going to start with you, Charles. Now uh, they they uh, they give you um, uh, fried chicken, uh, barbecued ribs, uh, baked beans, mashed potatoes, corn, cornbread, and salad. The cornbread and the salad is on the table when you arrive, and then they bring out the rest of it. And then there's a strawberry shortcake, I guess it was. Uh, at, the, at end. the end. So overall, Charles, what did you think of the food? We're not talking about the anything else. What, um, what did you think of the food? I th- I thought it was done well. It wasn't like overly impressive or anything like that. But you're not really expecting anything unique. But as far as like a you know family style picnic gathering kind of thing, um, yeah, the food was good. Uh, you know, um, but uh, yeah, nothing nothing wowed me. I wouldn't ever go there just for the food i don't think well but no just for the food because it's the same food you can get over at uh trails end trails end mm-hmm. uh, which is right next door so if you just want the food yeah you can go to trails end which i love but yeah. but um i mean yeah it was good i definitely have no complaints with it but it you know it didn't it didn't really have anything it wasn't a draw in and of itself it was just it was good okay steve what'd you think I thought the food was great. Uh, I liked the fried chicken. The ribs were good. I was, again, I was disappointed that they didn't bring out the mac and cheese, but I've been um, told by Rhino that they, you can actually ask for the mac and cheese, which I will definitely be doing next time. I would imagine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, no complaints. The salad was exceptionally good, though. I don't know why I liked it so much. I like the dressing, I think. But Well, I know what Sean likes because... Lord in heaven, that plate was full of bones. I know. Oh, my God. Everything. Everything was so good. And I don't know if it's because, like, I, like, because I'm in general, like, dieting and watching my calories. So I didn't eat all day leading up to this. And because I was like, well, I know I'm going to, like, way overdo it. So by the time I got there, I was starving. I don't even think I had sat down in my chair before I had already started eating food. And as you can see in the video, like, I'm just head down in my plate the entire video that we just watched as we just got to see it back i'm like oh my god i'm some like ravenous hog over here like just eating and eating and eating and it was like i couldn't get enough of it so i've never seen a human being eat as much fried chicken in one sitting oh my god as he put away i did yeah no i was that hungry i i the salad was so good the cornbread was so good i get totally what you're saying like the dressing on that salad was so amazing even now when i was watching it back i was like oh i wish i had more right now of it so whatever to me it was great i mean there's some stuff like I don't eat beans anyway, so I can't comment on those. Um, the mash, even the mashed potatoes were good. They're pretty standard. I mean, at the end of the day, thinking back, it probably was standard food, except the the salad and the cornbread. I think are completely different than what you'd get somewhere else. But the rest of it, you can get somewhere. But even then, like you say, like oh, it's hard to mess up like fried chicken. But I mean, in a way, it's 
it is hard to mess up fried chicken. Like it's good or whatever. Like it, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. It's good fried chicken. It was chicken. good fried chicken. So it was better than what you're going to get at like KFC or anything like that. So, you know, which isn't a high bar, but still. Yeah, really. and I, I thought the food was excellent. I thought it was really good for mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, we're not at Citrico's. We're not a, you know, Grand, or California Grill. Um, the chicken, the only thing I didn't like on the table was the beans. But the beans were terrible. Yeah. Um, Meh. But everything else was good. There was plenty of food, and it's um, all you care to eat. So they'll keep bringing more back. Oh, God. yeah, they do, yeah. Because, so you know, good. bucket of chicken boy over here. Oh, yeah. No, I told him at one point, he was walking by, and I was like, can you come back? Just bring a bucket of chicken breasts. Because like, that's all I want. I was like, pick out all the other stuff. I just want chicken breasts. I want one more loaf of cornbread. Like, you can tell them specifically, like, this is what I want out of this. And actually, the table next to us, the lady, um, I think she was actually getting grilled chicken that they were bringing out. Maybe she was, like, gluten-free or something. I, I don't think, know. But, yeah. yeah, so, but they brought made her, like, a special plate of chicken, like, just to herself and brought her out a couple of different dishes. Her dessert so, was different too. Yeah. I noticed that as well. Yeah. So she had something going on. So if you have something going on, so dietary restrictions, yeah, they'll do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. So, um, now let's talk about, you know, let's talk about the show. I love this show. It's hokey. It's corny, but it's so much fun. And there's a reason that it has been around for, you know, since the late seventies, the longest longest running dinner show in America, um, and that's because it's good. Now, over uh, over the holiday season, which is when we saw this, we saw it just recently. Um, uh, there, obviously, the the hall is decorated for Christmas, and they're including Christmas songs uh, in the show, which I thought was a really really nice touch. We showed a little bit of that in the video, but there was quite a bit of it throughout. But they are also doing their you know, their normal stage show. Um, and I honestly, I thought they were, I thought they were wonderful. Um, you know, Charles being Charles, um, he, you know, that's not his thing. It's kind of why we mm-hmm. kind of cut the video the way I did. Um, at what, which, but talk about it, you know, from the standpoint of somebody who is, you know, doesn't really do well in crowds and with that stuff going on. Because there are a lot of people out there that, that share that. There are occasions and circumstances that I'm like that. Mm-hmm. So just kind of share your experience with that. All right. Well, there are two reasons why this was not made for me. All right. And uh, the first one is the the crowds. Um, not you know I don't I do not like getting picked for you know crowd participation. But it's not just that. Even if I know it's not going to happen, my heart rate starts jumping the second I see them walking around looking for people. Um, I don't like being in the spotlight center of attention or anything like that. And so I get nervous about it. Now, there's a contributor article by Ariel Twan that we had on the, or that we have on the site um, called Things I Try to Avoid on, at Disney. Um, and uh, the article mentions pretty much the exact same thing. It's for some people, it's nerve wracking. Um, so that that kind of thing just makes this not for me and it makes it you know like it amps my stress level and i'm not going to enjoy myself but the other thing is it's also just not my kind of thing like i love theming um i you know it's uh i love being immersed in stuff but you know most of the things i like are kind of you know whether it's fairy tales sci-fi some kind of epic aspect those are the kind of stories that i want to pretend i'm involved in um and the 
corny Americana apple apple dumpling gang slice of like, hey, you know, that's not <laughs> that's not what I want to be immersed in. That's not the kind of stuff I find fun. And it's not downing anybody else, but I think it's just not your taste. Yeah, and this is one of those reasons where I went through a period in my twenties where I, you know, I had. I predominantly went to Universal, and I kind of, like, overlooked Disney for years because, in my head, this kind of attitude was what I I had thought that I was going to expect from everything. Um, Now, I love Disney, but still, this element of it, it, you know, it's for families and stuff like that. It's probably not for, like, bitter 35-year-old men, (laughs) but... um, but the thing is, you know, I don't want to seem joyless or anything like that. I understand why it's fun, but for somebody like me, if if you've got issues, like if you're severely introverted or anxious or anything like that, it might not be for you. And if the the sides of Disney that you do like aren't the hokey Americana parts, um, then you might not like it either. Doesn't mean they didn't do a great job, though. All the performers seemed really charismatic. It's just not my thing at all, right. you know. So, Steve... Um I'm, I'm assuming you liked it. Oh, I love it. it. I I mean, I got dragged up on stage and I still love it. Um, you know, those yeah, things, how was that for you? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, you know, you get a red face, but you just, I don't know. I, it's it's kind of fun just to be up on stage and, you know, people at the end of the night were like, hey, there's a celebrity there and making fun of the fact that I was picked and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't mind being laughed at occasionally if it is for the expense of the entire hoop de doo review, whatever. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Well, you, I, got well, I think people were laughing at you, laughing with you. I, yeah, mean, I guess. You know, you were in on the joke. It wasn't right, like right. Yeah, were, true. That's a good. Point. Um, but you know, Charles was just talking about it's kind of nerve wracking. Would you know? Did that? If you were to go back again, would you be nervous that you were going to get picked? No. So you were fine with it. Yeah, I was fine. Okay. Yeah. I would be picked again, and I would do it. I would, I would do a better job, actually, because if in the video, or it's not in the video, but there's a part where I was supposed to kind of be a little bit more dramatic. Um, but the actress in Hoopty Doo that signaled to me what I was supposed to do basically just was saying like, "Just be upset," and I didn't get. So I didn't know like how you're over the top. You're supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, and I only found well. That I mean, that were after. you watching the rest of the show? <laughs> I mean, over the top is kind of their thing, but no, it was cute though. It was cute. It was very funny after you got done saying at the beginning that you know, oh, I'm the kind of guy that gets picked for this stuff, and then sure enough, he gets picked yeah, for it. So. Of course, Sean, tell me your thoughts. Um, I mean, I just think it's a fun show for me. I totally get um, Charles' sentiments with it, just because if that's not your thing, it is not your thing at all. Like if you're even beyond like introvert or anything like that if you don't like hokey and you don't like corny and i mean these are grown people that are on a stage doing the hokey pokey like it's not like you know for a lot of people they're like whoa that is just not my thing at all it's not my thing as a general taste but it's i'm not gonna go like download it on itunes or anything but it is a thing where i'm like okay i can i'm cool being in this element but there's other stuff i mean he had mentioned the sci-fi thing i that would be miserable like if that show was star wars i would just leave like i couldn't do it not because it's star wars i just couldn't get myself in that realm so um no i totally get 
people not liking it for that. Okay, and now I got Darth Vader doing the uh, (laughs) hokey pokey in my head. Yeah, but no, for me... I want that video. I want a video (laughs) of that. For me, I just... It's my thing. I'm like, I enjoy this. I like it. I enjoy watching it. Um, My brother's in the show, so part of it may be that also, that I enjoy getting to watch a family member do it or whatever, so I'm a bit more involved i guess in watching because i'm like oh there's you know and because i kind of know more background information about it too through him so i I know a bit more about some behind the scenes stuff that goes on and everything so it's really i mean i think it's a great show i think it's a good like family show uh especially and um even for like anniversary couples like there were lots of couples in there that were just there themselves and not with little kids Mm. or anything so that's definitely anniversaries that's it's a good outing kind of thing yeah and you know i'm not someone who particularly is drawn to hokey um in that in that realm but i love this i just love it it's you know i i take it for what it is um and it's just having a good time and laughing and you know Sometimes it's even poking fun at the performance um, or rolling your eyes. But, um, you know, the combination of the atmosphere, and they really do. I'm not saying this is because your brother's in the show, but they've got really talented performers uh, up there, you know, doing, doing, doing this. They're really good at picking the right people, mm. casting the right people for these shows. I've seen it for, you know, many times over the years, and it's always been good. It's always been good. And yeah, I love the food. I absolutely love the food. And I think just the whole thing all taken together makes it a really, uh, a very different experience and a really nice experience. Mm-hmm. You add the element of Christmas on top of it, the decorations, the music. I was over the moon with it. Um, so all that being said, let's talk about the price. Uh, you have three tiers of pricing for this show. You have Category 1, which is where we were, down on the floor. So those, the, that's where you're going to be closest to the stage, pretty decent view. You can kind of garner from the video um, how close we were to the stage. We were off to one side. Um, that's Category 1 for adults, $72 per person. Children, 3 to 9 $43 per person. Category 2, you're going to be up upstairs on the perimeter, either on the sides or in the front. And uh, those seats are $67, so it's $5 cheaper, uh, $39 for kids. And then Category 3 is kind of an obstructed view, I think. It is, yeah. Um, It's awful. And so those aren't great seats. And those are $64, and age 3 to 9 is 38 So I would say that it's definitely worth the $8 extra per Mm -hmm. person to be downstairs on the floor. And you really feel, I think, I've never sat upstairs, I don't think. But I think sitting upstairs, I think you might feel removed from the show Mm -hmm. on the floor because the the performers are walking around and doing stuff in the audience. Uh, You feel more part of it. I will say if you are someone of Charles' (laughs) uh, sentiment of not really liking having the people Diplomatically said. (laughs) Uh, Just having the people up there around you. I will. I would say I've sat on the second floor before, and they do go up there like once or twice, but it's a lot less 
of the interaction oh, yeah. up there. So mm-hmm. if you are someone that just wants to see it from afar but don't mind the hokiness, then maybe that's a good option. Yeah, no, if you're upstairs, they will not pick you to go on stage because it's just too much of a hassle to like go up and get mm-hmm. you and bring you down there. So you won't get chosen for those types of things. Um, I, last time I went, I was upstairs and they gave me a, a seat or whatever because I had bought tier three. Um, they gave me the seat closest to the stage upstairs because they were like, oh, you know, because your brother's in the show, we'd love for you to be able to see him. And it was the worst possible seats you could get because you can't see the whole stage. So that's definitely, I mean, it's worth the money to pay for the the tier one. And actually to the point where if I sat in the seats that I sat in the time before, I wouldn't even go because like I wouldn't recommend someone go because I didn't. I already knew the show, but if I didn't know the show, I wouldn't enjoy it at all. And also keeping in mind, like all these prices also include um, your alcohol as well. That's I mean, correct. I had yeah. fi- I had five beers. That would have been my seventy four bucks. Like, like at any Disney park or whatever. Like that would have been the cost of just so, the drinks alone. I, so. I, I didn't pay attention to the alcohol, so they include beer and then beer sangria, sangria. Yeah, beer sangria, and I think there was wine and also. Wine. Yeah, beer sangria and wine were the yeah, and it's bottomless. So they'll bring you as much as you want. So it was. Yeah, I, see, I forget about that because I don't yeah. drink. So, yeah. but um, because it's free and included, like that makes it. Because at first you're like, whoa, seventy four dollars. Like that's quite a bit, which isn't like even like outlandish for Disney. But with that also included, you know, that's. I mean, a beer's ten bucks each or whatever at Disney. So and sangria's, you know, probably more like twelve, thirteen each. So yeah. yeah. I also will note. I just noticed this on the, their website that uh, if you. Make the reservation far, 14 days in advance and let them know. If you're deaf, uh, they do have sign language um, interpreters. interpreters that will help uh, with the show. So that's good to know. But overall, Charles, scale of 1 to 10, what do you give the Hoopty Doo review? Okay, I'm scaling it for people like me. Um, and I'm not scaling it based on how good it is per se, just how much somebody like me, and you've heard what I'm about, uh, enjoys it. And so I'm going to go like a 2. Wow. It's no, no, th- this is not quality. This is uncomfortability. I'm talking people like me who are not good in crowds or situations. This monster's laugh floor, stuff like that. It's not that they're bad. It's that I wouldn't recommend somebody like me going to a place like this. Okay. There are a billion other places in Disney that they can enjoy themselves that I enjoy myself. This, just for certain types of people, not your thing. Okay. You know, it's, but they did a great job. I don't want to make it sound like they, like it's, it's just a personality thing. Right. Yeah. Steve? Uh, nine and a half. I wish they had, at least with the mac and cheese, said, hey, you can get mac and cheese if you Money. want. <laughs> just can't let it go. Yeah. Just can't let it go. But no, other than that, yes, yeah, I would say nine and a half or ten. Well. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually, I'll give it a ten, probably. I, I think that... For the money and for the value of what you're getting, I don't think there's anywhere else at Disney that you can get food and a show and drinks in that price range. You know, if you did all those things separately, they would be, you know, much more expensive. Or even going off property, going to like medieval times. I mean, I went there recently and I think it was about sixty a person mm-hmm. for that as well. And that doesn't include drinks and that kind of thing. And oh, it doesn't. At medieval times, no. Uh-uh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that alone is like 50 or $60. So, I mean, it's cool because it's like people like stabbing each other on horses. But, like, it's so it's my – that's also my thing. So they uh, – but, you know, to have to actually go and Uber over there or whatever is going to be way more of a hassle than just staying on Disney property and doing this. So all the – 
different combinations of things combined, I'd give it a 10. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I love the show. I don't give anything a 10. Um, but I would say solid nine. Um, I thought quality of the entertainment, quality of the food, overall experience, even without the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I got my money's worth, mm-hmm. uh, at $74 a head. I felt like I got my money's worth. And so I, uh, I, you know, highly, highly recommend this for people who are not, you know, broken inside. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but okay, if you want to go there, um, you know, but I, I can highly recommend it. I think it was, I think it's excellent. I think it's always been excellent and, you know, God willing always will be. So, all right. So that is our take on the hoop to do review at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Oh, one other thing I want to mention, if you're doing this show. Um, and if you're using bus service to get there, you want to give yourself a lot of time because not only do you need, even if you're driving, uh, you need to get to Fort Wilderness. But where Hoopty Doo is, you cannot drive back to that area. You have to take an internal bus. So just that, keep- that, that actually reminded me, and I need to change my numbering. So I do not give it a 10 because I completely forgot about that. It is a hassle to get to this place. I'm going to give it like a nine, nine and a half, because that was the longest ordeal of a thing to like park and get there. Yeah, so. getting on the internal bus oh, can, yeah. be, can be a little. So you want to definitely, you want to arrive at Fort Wilderness, arrive at Fort Wilderness an hour before your, uh, your, your scheduled show time. Uh, give yourself that time to get there so that you're not like rushing around. So, all right, that will do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode. Have a great week, everyone.